Hey there, so I wanted to take a few minutes right now and share with you some of my favorite books that I use in health class. It sounds a little odd. Um, most people don't think of books and health class as going together, but I think they're a perfect marriage. I think a lot of the times kids are grappling with things um, or trying to learn about things, and when you put it in the context of a story, whether it be fiction or nonfiction, they can grasp it a little bit better. So I wanted to share just a couple of my favorites um, that I use with my middle school students and uh, and high school students. So let me start with wordless picture books. These are amazing because kids can tell the story. Um, they get pictures and then you can ask the kids to write the story that goes along. So they can tap into a whole lot of things. You could even give them an, a topic that they must somehow integrate into the wordless picture book. Two that I really like um, one is called I Walk with Vanessa, and the other is called Meh, M-E-H. And there are no words, just pictures, um, and the kids, like I said, can add their own, their words to it. Or you could process it together and look at it, put it under a document camera and look at it together and have a conversation about what is going on in this story and in this situation. Uh, so those are two of my favorite wordless picture books. My two, two of my favorite picture books that have words. First one is called Mindful Monkey Happy Panda. It's a little bit cheesy, but it does a great job of showing kids what it means to live mindfully, which is good for mental health. Um, so that's a great story for any age group. I've used it with little teeny tiny kids all the way up through adults in a professional setting. So um, it's a great one for any age group to get the idea, get the understanding, the concept of Mindful Monkey, Happy Panda. Usually when I read that book, I tie it in with um, some meditation practice or an introduction to meditation using the Smiling Mind app, which is out of Australia and is free and is amazing. So check that out. The other picture book that I really like to use as I'm diving into advocacy with my students is Horton Hears a Who by Dr. Seuss. Um, obviously the title is even hard to say. You need to practice reading this one out loud before you do it in front of a group of kids. Um, but it does a really great job about talking about how you can speak up for people who need help being spoken up for. It's also a great story of friendship. So there's lots of different um, health education connections with Horton Here's a Who, as well as a whole lot of other Dr. Seuss books. So uh, take a look at Dr. Seuss books. Even middle schoolers love the cadence of the rhyme of Dr. Seuss. Um, it's enjoyable, but it also brings up really good context and conversation. So dive into Dr. Seuss for some health education literature. Now getting into some uh, texts that are a little bit more upper level, eighth grade and higher, I would say. First, some two fiction books. One is called If I Were Your Girl by Meredith Rousseau. Um, this is a story about a transgender child who um, is also grappling with divorced parents and moving and identity um, and love stories and friendships. It's like everything related to teenage, the teenage experience, all bundled into one story. It's very compelling. Um, it is a mature story, but it's a really, really great one. I highly encourage teachers to read this one um, to get an understanding of the teenage experience as it is right now. And if you have students who um, would enjoy this type of story, I highly recommend it. We have it in our library. We don't read it as a class, but it is available in our high school, high school library. Um, one really cool thing about this story is that it's written by a person who is transgendered. So um, there's some firsthand knowledge there. 
The other one that I want, other fiction story novel that I want to bring up is called One in Ten, and it's actually written by one of my colleagues. He's an English teacher, Eric Devine. Um, he's written a lot of YA novels. Um, they're gritty. They are, they're mature. Um, this book, One in Ten, is his most recent one, and it relate it. Um, relates to heroin addiction. Um, a really great read, really compelling. He's a really good author for kids who don't like to read. Um, so I highly recommend that one as well as a lot of the other ones that he has written. Look Past was another one that I really enjoyed. So check those out for your knowledge or to encourage um, your students to read, to bring up snippets of it in class is a great idea as well. Um, so yeah, One in Ten by Eric Devine. Those are really great um, fiction novels. And then the last two are nonfiction. The first one is a graphic nonfiction book. It's called Hey Kiddo. This is really great for resistant readers. Um, It deals with how to be in a society where everyone expects your family to be quote unquote normal, but your family isn't because you're dealing with all sorts of things mainly addiction. Um, And it is a true story. So it's very compelling. It's an easy read. Um, It could definitely, you as a teacher could pull it into your class to bring snippets and sections into your class, but you could also um, encourage kids to read it or have it as an option in your library. And then the final nonfiction one that I want to touch on is Don't Call Me Crazy. And the don't is in parentheses. And this is all about mental health and they are stories from people who are struggling with mental health challenges or mental health illnesses. These are, it's a collection of short stories um, written by a variety of different authors. Some of them are pretty gritty um, and and blunt and honest. Some are funny. Um, It's a really great collection of works and this could really easily be pulled into a class, give kids a choice of, do you want to read about this or about this or what style do you want? And then it opens up the conversation about mental health and mental illness, health challenges. Um, I utilize this text in both middle school and high school classes, eighth grade and up. So those are my connect, my uh, recommendations. Um, and I highly recommend using literature in school, um, in health classes, so that you can connect to kids on a different level. Um, one thing, one project that I have my middle school students do is everybody has to pick a novel that has some sort of health topic connection. And I worked on this collaboratively, worked on designing this collaboratively with um, my library media specialist in my school. And every we have a list of 300, over 300 books for our um, class size of about 25 students each. Um, and so students have a lot of choices. We worked really hard to develop a diverse collection of novels, um, contemporary fiction, where the kids get to pick a novel and then we compare and contrast to how accurately the health issues were portrayed. And what usually comes out is students realize that most novels portray health issues extremely accurately. And so there's another, not a super valuable source of information, but a a source of information that kids can go to um, if they're struggling with something. So it's a great opportunity for kids to learn about health issues in the context of a story. And um, I would even take it a step further and perhaps encourage students to write their own story. whether fiction or nonfiction. So reading and writing most definitely have a place in the health classroom and pretty much 
every book out there you could somehow connect to health education. So comment on here um, if you've got a great book that would lend itself well to health education at any level. I'd love to hear your ideas and um, suggestions. And that's that. Have a great time I, with this. And I will be back with another episode soon.